Today is March 17th, top of the morning to you guys. It's St. Patrick's Day, and we're going to talk predictions, over-unders, team leaders, and all that we couldn't get to on Monday. You're listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about those Pittsburgh Pirates and at. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by my brother Jake. What's up, Jake? Dude, I have been wearing these same clothes all week waiting for this. (laughs) (laughs) You're an idiot. Bonus episode this week. I'm just turning the music off, dude. If you guys listened on Monday, you know why he's making this joke and what's going on. (laughs) We are recording this on Sunday night. Um, This was not intended to be recorded on Sunday night, but that's what happened. That looks like it's recording in the right place, so we're good there. All right, here we go. So I said, that's what happened. Um, Shoot, this can all be deleted, but I have to find my spot here. Bonus episode, yeah. We have no, did I say we have no idea what happened this week? I don't think so. Okay. So we have no idea what happened this week um, because this was all recorded before. Um, Basically what happened was we recorded our episode Sunday night to be released on Monday morning and we went an hour and a half. And so we decided we were going to cut this up and and release this on Friday. So here we are wearing the same clothes for two straight episodes. Um, (laughs) But yeah, um, that's basically what it is. And so, um, we appreciate you guys listening here on Friday morning or, or at some point on the weekend, or maybe you rolled this over from the other week. It doesn't matter. This episode in it, in and of itself won't really have a time on it. Right. Because like, it won't have like an expiration because we're just recording right. all of our projections and predictions and over unders and all those things for the 2023 season. So nothing, nothing, no current events happening now. Right. Correct. Correct. All right. Without further ado, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like I'm trying to set this thing up, man. All right, guys. Welcome to Friday. Welcome to St. Patrick's Day. Without further ado, let's get you to the predictions that we made this weekend or last weekend. We're going to do team leaders first. Let's go offensive. Who leads the team in home runs? And I'm going to use steamer projections for all of these things. Steamer projects Reynolds and Cruz will both have 24 home runs. They will be our team leaders with 24 home runs each. Um, who's our team leader in home runs? you want me to go first here or you? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I have Cruz leading the team in home runs. Yep. Cruz? Same. Yeah. All right. Um, I have stolen bases here. Steamer projections have Cruz and Hayes at 19. Um, what do you have here as leading our team? Um, I, I, I have Hayes. Leading our team in stolen bases. All right. I mm-hmm. like that. I have Cruz leading the team in stolen bases. Um, batting average. And we, we're gonna get we're gonna get the batting average guys here and we're gonna get the on-base guys here. Okay. We're covering both base, we're covering both of you guys here. Because I know there's fans out there that still care about who leads an average. And then there's other people who still if I'm looking for building a team, I like on base percentage, but I still like that batting average, right? Yep. So um 
right now they have Brian Reynolds as the projected best batting average on the team, sitting at 268. Oof. I think he's going to be better than that. I think he's going to lead the team. I also have Reynolds leading the team. I also think it's going to be better than 268. He also is projected to be our leading on-base percentage guyer at 351. Um, who do you have as our on-base guy? Um, so going out on a little bit of a limb here, not a, not a huge limb, but sure. Shane Hayes. Oh, on-base percentage guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're calling for a big Hayes season. I'm seeing I this already. I am calling a big Hayes season. We'll keep going. Uh, team leaders pitching. The projection team leader for innings pitched is Mitch Keller at 164. I have Keller leading the team in this category as well. Yeah, he's our horse. Okay. Um, ERA last year was Bednar. They are calling for it to be Bednar again. Their ERA for Bednar, interestingly, is 354 to lead the team. <laughs> so uh, who do you have as our ERA leader? Um because I think he's going to be there later in the season and not pitch quite as many innings, but still qualify. I do have Moretta. Moretta. Mm-hmm. All right. I got him called. I called for him to start the season. I'm going Bednar. Um, I just don't think as a starter, you know, Bednar had a 260 ERA last year. He was sub three the year before. Even if I have him taking a step back, if he's low threes, I don't have any of our starters doing that. Yeah. I've got Bednar still leading the team in ERA. I like what you say, though. Um, I don't know how that works with, like, qualify, because when you talk about ERAs, there has to be some sort of qualification. Um, so I like the Moretta one, because we might look back and say, he didn't qualify, but he had the lowest. Or, <laughs> you know, he qualified, but, you know, I like that. Yeah. Strikeouts, they have JT Brubaker with the highest number at 150. Um, who do you have leading the team here? I have Contreras. Okay, you have Contreras leading the team and strikeouts. That'll be a big step for him. Um, I have Brubaker leading the team. Dude, what I, I, what I see from him as he continues to do, I think he could have a bad year and still strike a ton of guys out. Like, he has swing and miss stuff. And so, I think if he's there, but maybe we'll get into that later. Um, here we go with the individual stuff. This is going to be the things here. So, the over-under, we set different numbers. I was going to set it at the steamer projection, so our notes kind of say that I did but you know that we didn't. We did set it a little bit different. We will talk about their steamer projections, but we have over-unders where we pushed it a little bit more because we think that some of the over-unders for steamer are low. So Correct. I, I just think we do. So Brian Reynolds, we're going to start off with him. We have two of them. We have home runs. Um, steamer has him projected at 24 home runs, which is what he hit two years ago, hit 27 last year. What we want to know is, does he go one step further? Will he hit more than 27 home runs this year? I have him at over. You have him over 27. I have him. I have him under 27. I think he's right around 25. So I'm going to go under, but I'm going to go over the next one since I'll go first here. I think we set his average at 279, basically saying, will he hit 280 or above, or will he be below 280? Um, and uh, and I, I have him hitting better than that. I don't think he gets all the way back to 300, though, which would be I, 312 his first year. And then he went down, and he was up above 300, and he went down. So mm -hmm. history says he'll hit above 300. Yeah, I have, I'm have. i taking the over on that as well. Okay. I, I think, by the way, I think he sits somewhere in the 280s here. But I could see a 290s as well. That's that's where I'm going there. Um, do you have a do you have a thing there? Where, yeah, like 280s, 290s. Okay. So you're not, you, you don't think he's going all the way back to 300 again either. Right. 
I don't think but that the, think the shift thing. Gets, yeah, I think that's how he gets that more that the more home runs too, is because he's going to hit the ball more. Yeah, I think the shift will play with that a little bit. Where I think if if there are, you know, I think he'll take some of his hits, and I mm-hmm. think that's you know, I think that's where that kind of goes. Uh, Key Brian Hayes is our next guy. They have his home runs at twelve. Everybody's saying he's going to hit more home runs. Is he over or under 12 and a half? So will he beat their projections or are they about right? I have him over. I have him over too. I think they set that one pretty low and I think we kept it low. And so he hasn't hit more than seven in a season. So it's very reasonable to put it at 12. Um, But I do think that something has changed. I don't think it's a lot more than that, but I think he's more than that. Stolen bases. He had 20 last year. I think would surprise you to think about that. Um, they have him at 19. So will he get back to 20? Yeah. For you, that's yeah. easy because you have him as the leader mm-hmm. on the team. Um, my keeper, I, I, I have, I have him down, and then I have him up, and then I have a question mark. Why didn't I finish this one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. I don't know that he gets to 20. Although, I'll probably eat that one because it feels like. <laughs> I, it feels like he should probably, if you're right about the stolen bases this year, but I'm going to say that <laughs> I'm going to say that he sits around 18 or 19. So I think he gets close, but maybe not. Um, O'Neill Cruz is our next guy. The most exciting guy, 24 home runs. They have him projected for He at 17 last year. Where are you at? Over. Yeah. I'm over on this one. I, I think that he, I think that he gets over that 25 mark this year. I mean, he played 80 some games last year and hit 17 and he wasn't great. If he's not great this year, I think he still gets to 24 home runs. And so I like where they're at with that. I think yeah. he, hit, I think he can hit 25. Um, stolen bases. He also, he was, he's also projected to get 19 this year along with Hayes. Um, I had him as the the team leader. I'm obviously over on that. I came just short. Where are you at on this? I think he's over. Okay. I mean, if he gets on first base, he's going to try to take second. I don't know that it happens quite that much, but I think that well, but with him be even being taller, I think, yeah, I think I could see him doing that. Um, and then we also want to go with average for him too, because I think that's a hot button. He's projected at 247. We set it at 249 because we're saying, is he going to hit 250 and above or is he going to hit below 250? What do you got? I'm under. I'm under on him here too. I just don't think the average gets quite that high, which is why I was a little bit nervous about the stolen bases. But... Um, I think that he can probably get there. Let's I make think this he's super a, close. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. I don't even care. I think he's I, in the two forties. Do but, you think so? So I, yeah. I have him. I have him. I think he's going to be in the two thirties. But I think there's going to be a lot of other things that we like about it. But you know, I, I think he still has some growth there. Maybe, hopefully, he does it. But if I'm projecting and predicting, I have him somewhere in the two thirties. Um, so let's do Kutch. This is a different one. Um. He has a possibility to reach uh, his 400th double on double number eight, his 50th triple on his first triple. <laughs> um, and so I, I feel like those things are going to happen. How about these ones? His 300th home run, his 13th home run will be number 300. Steamer projection has him at 16 home runs for the season. Does he get to number 300? Yes. Yes. Let's move on. His 2000th hit is his 52nd of the year. Steamer has him at 112. Does he get there? Yes. Yes. Uh, these ones are a little bit easier, guys, but I think these are just that important. 2,000th game. 
his 105th game of the season, they have him at 122 games. Does he play 105 games this year? Yes. Yes. He'll get all three of these guys. Let's have some fun with that one. Jack Swinski, they have him projected at 17 home runs. He hit 19 last year as a part-time player. Really? He played, what, 100 games, 105? I assume, is it was it that many last year? I think so. Swinski played 106 games last year, which gave him about 372 plate appearances. Um, I think that he's going to play more than that. (laughs) And he hit 19 home runs last year. He only hit 202. He went through a really big slump. He did have a hot streak. But if he even gets to 372 plate appearances this year in 105 or 106 games, I feel like he's at least going to find his way back to 19. Yeah. So we set our we set ours a little bit higher. We set it at 24 and a half. Do you think Sawinski can pop 25 home runs this year? Is he over or under? I think he just misses it. He just under. He just misses under 25 homers. Uh for me, I have him just missing 25 homers as well. I hope we're both wrong. Um weighted runs created plus they have him at 102. Basically what we're saying 100 is average. Are is he over or under that? I'm going to, this was a hard one for me. I'm going to say over. You're going to say over. So last year he was what, 98, I think. Or no, he was an even 100. Even 100. Even 100. His OPS plus was 98. So he just missed the average on there, on their thing. I have him over here and, and I don't think I, while the home runs are interesting to me, um, I think there's enough there. If he is walking more, things like that. I, I think there's enough there that, um, that I have him at around a, a, a 110, 115 this year. But that's me being really optimistic. Um, but with that said, I could see with the struggles and things that that could happen that he's close, but I think he's I think he can land just over that. I think you'll see him do a little better this year than last year. I think that that rough batch was real rough. <laughs> so let's go to Rudy here. Um Rodolfo Castro, they have him at 14 home runs. It's really gonna depend on playing time here. Um, but I think he's a home run guy. And I really think that if Rodolfo Castro plays a full season, which I'm not sure he will, uh, getting, you know, 450, 500 at bats. I mean, we're talking last year getting 278 at bats and he had 11 home runs. Um, and part of that was really bad, if you remember. Um, mm-hmm. Like the first part of that. And then he came back different. If he plays a full season and gets 450 at bats, I he has a chance to hit 20 homers for me. Um, so we're asking here yeah, 14 and a half. Yeah, I think that that somewhere between 15 to 18 home runs this year is very likely for me. That's going to be my range for him. So we set this at 14 and a half. I think he does get over. Not by much. I mean, he has the potential if he blows up to, to hit 20 home runs. Mm-hmm. Um, I have him around 15 to 18. Austin Hedges, can he hit <laughs> 200? Uh, no. I have him under as well. <laughs> We're trying to hit all the starters there, what we think might be the starters, right? Um, so how about Andy here? He's projected at 61 games. Oh, by the way, Hedges projected at 202. Um, projected <laughs> at 61 games for Andy, which means he's in about a, like he's missing about 100 games. He is a catcher. That game changes a little bit. Um, O'Neill Cruz was around 87. Does does Andy Rodriguez play half of our games? Will he be in 82 games? 
I'm going to say just because he's a catcher, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and whether you want him there opening day or not, he's under for me. I think yeah. 61 is a pretty good number because he's a catcher. Um, I think that he gets to start when he comes up, but I, I don't think every day. I think a guy like Mitch Keller would benefit from having the better catcher back there, that leader back there. Mm-hmm. And so, I, yeah, uh, that's where I'm at right there. Um, I think he's under. The, under the 81 and a half. The 61 yes. of the projection, I actually kind of like that. I think it might he might push that one a little bit and go a little higher than that. I don't think he plays in 82 games. Jihuan Bay, they have him at 12 steals. This is a very uh, playing time-based prediction as well um, because we set the over-under really high on this one. This is We're going to look at stolen bases. Like I said, he's got 12 as his projection. Um do I have the do I have that pulled up right now? Because what I'd like I do. What I'd like to see is where they have him on games. They have Jihuan Bay at about 79 games. Okay. Which I think is pretty fair. Um, 287 at bats. You're looking at basically how he's gonna play as much as Rodolfo Castro played last year. And they have him at 12 steals. I'm gonna say right now, if no, that's 320 plate appearances. I'm sorry, that's at bats. If he gets 300 plate appearances, he will blow 12 out of the water. If this base stealing thing happens the way you think it's going to, and it sure looks like it's at least going to, they're at least going to push the envelope. Um, by the time he shows up or if he shows up on day one, we're asking, will he get to 25? Uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to go under. You're going to go under here. I set this under. up I so that don't... you would go over. I think if he plays a month, if he plays a little over a month. If you get if this guy gets 45 games, he has a potential of getting 25 steals. I'm going under too. I just I just don't know if he's going to get enough times on base. I if he gets called up, he's hitting. That's why I thought about going over here, but yeah, I, I just don't know. I had I, to, I have be, to go under here. I think he'll get more than 12. I don't think he gets the 25. I think he gets the 20. You know, okay. I, mean? like, I think yeah. I think he's close. Yeah, if he gets to, if he gets to play, if he gets enough playing time, he'll he'll go over. All right, that's fine. We but. both picked under here because we don't think he will. Um, <laughs> so here's a, here's an interesting one to just to move on from here. Uh, who has a higher WAR, G Man Choi or Carlos Santana? They're both projected at one point two. I'm going with Santana. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> I'm going with Santana. I don't I think Santana is going to get more playing time. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I do too. Um, the projections of those two guys across the board are about identical, which is why we went with war because it's really striking how similar their projections are. I might be reneging on my, uh, over under of Andy too. Cause I think Andy will get some games at DH mm. when he comes up, but I'm going to stick with what I said. But. Okay. Okay. Well, here we go. So let's go pitching side here. Uh, Mitch Keller projected to have a 438 ERA. We're going to do a couple for Mitch. I think we're both pretty high on him right now. Um, 438 is their projection. We thought that was pretty high. He he had a 391 last year, and he had some rough patches. I believe you'll see a better Mitch Keller. I also believe that, like, you know, he was really good for a minute. And so there's part of that that thinks that maybe there's a little bit of difference, especially the fact that he's going to be um, – he's going to be looked at to be the guy, I think. I think. Yeah. Um, we set it at 399. Will he repeat a sub four ERA? 
Yes. Yeah, I believe so. I think he's under. I have him around a 350. I really do. I really think that he can get down to around a 350. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean like 350 something. You know what I mean? Like 357. <laughs> you know what I mean? Would still be a 350 for me. Like I think he'll be sub 360 as I feel. So I, uh, how about 150 strikeouts? He's he's at 141. Um, where are you on 150 strikeouts? I think he gets over. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, me too. I think he's over. <laughs> We're the same there. Um, more on that later. Rowanzi Contreras, let's do the same ERA one. Let's do a four ERA. He had a three... 60 something last year, right? I didn't write the ones that he had last year, but I believe he was around 357, 367, something like that. Um, they have him projected at a 431. We're looking to see is he a sub four? I think they did a really good job last year. I know I'm I'm talking a little bit here, but I think they did a good job of protecting him. Yeah. What do you got? I think I think he just misses it. You think he's over? I think he's like I've, a- I said like a, a couple of these things to try to think that we would be different. You picked him to <laughs> mow some people down up there to lead our team in strikeouts. Doesn't mean he's not going to give up some runs. I, I'm there. I have him a little bit over. I think there's a little bit of like he's going to – he didn't even have 100 innings last year in the majors. I think there's a little bit of exposure here. I think he's going to have to adjust a little bit. I, I Yeah, I have him around a 420, and, and I think it'll be a very good 420. I think it'll be lower than that. Okay. And, but I, I think I'm saying – I think, I think he's it, under a 4-1. Okay, so you're he's just missing. He's just yeah, okay. he's just missing. I think there will be some growing pains. Overall, I think we'll really love his season, but I think he'll be, you know, somewhere between 410 and 420. Um JT, we uh, we talked earlier about the strikeouts and about how he's going to strike people out. I have him as our strikeout leader. I think that his strikeouts are going to be there even if he has a bad year. Mm-hmm. Um 150 is what they have him at, so we set it right at 150. Is he going to get 150 too? Yeah. I'm over on that one too. I think he leads the team. I think that Keller gets to 150. So I've got Brubaker around 170 plus. I, re- I really think that he's going to mow some people down. Um, I like this one. Vince Velasquez and Rich Hill. These are our next two. We're going with games started. Okay. Um, they've got Velasquez projected at 16. I think a lot of us feel like we'll cry if it gets there, but we're going to set it at 14 and a half. Does he get 15 starts for this team? Yeah. Jake, come on, man. I have him over, too. I think he does, whether we like it or not. He's been throwing well. and I'm not even looking at that. I think even if he does poor, he gets 15 starts. Oh, if he does poor, I don't see it. But Okay. Uh, Rich Hill, they have him set at 21. We set it at 24 and a half. Is he going to get 25 starts with this team? I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to go under here, and he's done that the last couple of years. Uh, but he's only started 30 games twice in his career, last year being one of them, um, and then like a really early year. There's some injury stuff. He's 43 years old, and I'm not sure he plays the whole year. <laughs> I Quintana had, what, 22 starts last year with us? Is that what we said? I think so, yeah. Maybe Maybe right at 20. Maybe right at 20 he had, and he was dealt at the deadline. And I think we're in April we're running a six-man rotation. I believe that will happen. Um, so I, I can't, I can't have him at 25 starts. I think if he misses a couple with a six man rotation, if we do that for two months, you probably remove three of his starts right there or more. I don't know how math works, but I'm going to go under there. I I think there's a chance he stays with the team the whole year too, 
but I think with the six man rotation, I think maybe there'll be uh, maybe a, maybe one trip to the injured list or something like that. Um, that's just my call. Johan Oviedo, they have him projected at 93 innings. Um, 94 and a half is where we set it. I think he'll be part of that six man rotation. Uh, where do you have on Oviedo with 93 innings? Under. Okay. I think that there's going to be a little bit of a Rowanzi uh, treatment here. Uh, Rowanzi had 95 innings last year. Oviedo, I think either he pitches out of the bullpen a little bit, which hurts that, or the six-man rotation possibly hurts that. Um, but I think there will be some trips down as well. I've got him under as well. I, I hope I'm wrong on that, but I've got him under. Um, I, I guess that's going to ruin. I'm just going to go down here to the bottom where we have a pick and fill that one in, and we won't even talk about it. I mean, we'll talk about it, but Luis Ortiz, they have him at a 414. <laughs> Jumping all over the place. I hope you guys are following along. I want you guys to write this stuff down. Go back and listen and write this stuff down on whether you have over or unders. You know what I mean? The, the listeners, you know what I mean? Write it down. Send it in to us. Hit me on the DMs on Twitter and give me your over-unders. I, I, will, I will actually document them and, and bring them up later because that's what I like. Luis Ortiz, 414 ERA. You over or under? Will he hit his projection or what? He's going to be over. Yeah, I got him. <laughs> Dang it. I got him over too. Uh, Bednar, they got him for 31 saves. He had 19 last year because of the way that things shook up. We also lost, you know, 100 games last year. So, um, <laughs> and who knows? Maybe we'll lose 100 again. Uh, 29 and a half. Is he going to hit that 30 number this year? I believe so. Jake's got him over. I am going to say he's just going to miss that. I, I got him under that, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's fatigue, whether it's we used him in the eighth inning, whether it's whatever. Um, the team them are had 33 saves last year, and he had 19 of them. I think he's going to do more than that this year. I think we're going to have more than that this year, but I still have him missing out. Maybe, maybe I mean, I think he gets to 25. I don't see him getting to 30. Um, so here's three fun ones. Uh, the, the last, I'm gonna do the last one first. Cause we've already answered it. Um, we both picked Johan Oviedo to be under 93 innings and Vince Velasquez to be over 15 starts. So I'm going to guess that you're going to say Vince Velasquez throws more innings than Johan Oviedo this year. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I mean, it's almost like I mean, you have to. No, not. I mean, he gets 16 starts. Doesn't mean he's going to throw a hundred innings. That's a good point. Are you going with more from Velasquez though? Or are you going more from Oviedo? I'm going Oviedo. Okay. It's actually, it's going to be real interesting. To, if you get all of that right, it's going to be wild to me. Okay. I'm not going to get any of this right. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> <laughs> I think these ones are a little bit easier, right? Just to say over or under a little bit easier than saying he's going to have yeah. a 273 batting average and yeah. 17 home runs, right? Right. Okay. Who pitches more innings? Johan Ramirez or Dowry Moretta? I think Dowry Moretta does. Okay. Um, he's projected to have a lot more, but Johan Ramirez certainly pitched more last year. I called for Moretta to possibly get a chance this early, so I have to pick him. Colin Holderman or Underwood? Underwood projected at 63, Holderman at 52. I'm going to say Underwood on this one because he'll throw more multi-inning okay. outings. All right. I am going to say Holderman because I think he plays all year and Underwood doesn't. Boom. Wouldn't mind that. Yeah. But... I like your pick probably better than mine. Uh, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Last thing we're going to do 
And, you know, we're pushing our, we're pushing our time here and we understand that. But the last thing we're going to do here is our milds and wilds. If you've not listened to us before, uh, we basically do mild predictions and wild predictions. These ones are wide open for anybody to give you a little bit of an example. Last year, my milds included, um, betting on Cole (laughs) Tucker. Ouch. Uh, my mild also said that we would have six MLB debuts. We had 13. Uh, my my wild included a Nick Gonzalez debut, Keller striking out 200, and someone throwing a complete game. Anyone throwing a complete game <laughs> for the Pirates. Um, but I also had a wild that was that the Pirates would not finish dead last in homers for the season. They finished 19th. Who thought Jack Sawinski was coming to hit 19 home runs himself? Um <laughs> And the idea of those wild predictions is that they will not probably come true, that we're supposed to be shooting for the stars here. Um, I actually thought we would be last in home runs. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but I also uh, probably could have bet on Cole Tucker to be a wild prediction as well. I wasn't the only one and I wasn't really betting on him being great. I just, the things that I said didn't happen. Okay. Uh, as far as Jake, he uh, he said that Roanzi would be in the rotation by the end of the season. Check. He said that Miguel Yahore would be in the rotation. Uncheck. <laughs> that one didn't work out. But your wild was for Keller to win 15 games. He, he won five. Um, and that Cruz would hit 20 home runs. And you bounced that back and forth between mild and wild. You weren't sure where you were landing on that one. But either way, he landed short at 17. Um, so he got close. Um, so let's do this year's mild and wild. And um, you can go first with your with your mild prediction. And we we both did an offensive and a de- and a pitching one. Sure. So um, I'm going to do them both right off the rip. And I'm going to say Jose Hernandez actually becomes a piece of our late inning bullpen. That's that's your mild. Yeah. Okay. I think they just think he could do it. Okay. And I think Key Brian Hayes. Eclipse 20 bombs. Okay, so we're starting right off with our milds, which are like, these are things that I think are going to happen. Could happen. Well, what a mild prediction. Yeah, I guess. No, these are things that you think are going to happen. I do. I I think both of these things are going to happen. Because mild, we think, uh, these are things I think that are going to, I mean, they might not, right? But likely kicks, to happen. This kicks back to my ah, he stinks comment, right? Ah, uh, you're making up for that a little bit. You did forget him on your roster and said, ah, he stinks. This is a little bit of redemption for Jake. Yeah, but other than his one outing against Baltimore, man, he's looked good this year. Okay. So I like what I see. Yeah, throws the ball hard. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a little bit of a learning curve, but what you're saying is he has to be on the roster all year anyway. He could have a bad year and this could still come true. He could have a 450 ERA, but if he had a 550 ERA for the first two months and then kind of something clicked, this actually is still possible to happen. I like that you didn't say like it's a full season of a great pitcher, but the fact that you said by the end of the year, he he can Mm -hmm. actually become something valuable. Okay. I like that. Um, My my milds, I'm going to start with, I think that Mitch Keller reaches the 150 strikeout mark. I have to say that. We already, we made that earlier, Um, but I think, you know, (laughs) He had 138 last year. I think that he gets to 150 this year. That's my mild. Um, I think the Pirates have three different hitters to reach 20 home runs. So very similar to yours of the 20 homer mark. 
I think Reynolds is there. I think Cruz is there. And I think those are the ones. Reynolds is the only hitter on this team the last two years to hit 20 plus home runs. Um, if you use the, the, when you look back at 2020, if you use the baseball reference neutralized stats, which is based on 162 game season, Moran and bell would have hit that in 2020 Reynolds would have fell short at 19. He only had seven home runs. Bell had eight. Um, but that's a Polanco and Frazier, Adam Frazier also had seven home runs. I don't think they get to 20. It's maybe, uh, you know, maybe Reynolds does that would have been three in 2020. But that's also saying that Colin Moran would have kept that pace up. I don't think he actually gets to 20. I think it ends up being Bell and, and Reynolds. But anyway, I'm calling for three. Um, I'm looking at Cruz and Reynolds, and I'm just looking for one more guy. It, maybe that's Santana. Maybe it's Kutch. Maybe it's Castro. Maybe it's Choi. Sawinski is the mo- probably the most likely of that group. Your pick on Hayes. Maybe it's him. We could have four. Um, that's not going to be my mild prediction. Right. But shoot, if things go right, we could have four. But I think it's Sawinski. I think he's the third one. But I also think that there's a potential of four different guys that could also reach that five different guys. If you throw Hayes in that, if that if Swinsky doesn't, that one of those other guys steps up, I think we could have three guys hit 20 homers this year, 20 plus. So that's a mild prediction. I think that's going to happen. Um, now for our wilds, you started you first, first last on? time. So I'll go first this time. Um, I got O'Neill Cruz on a wild prediction. These are things that we don't think are, are, we think that these things could happen, right? But they're probably not likely to happen. Uh, maybe O'Neill Cruz gets the 30 30. That's my wild. He said 30 30. And then they said, how about 40 40? And he went, eh, like, let's get 30 30 and then we'll talk 40 40. But he didn't put it out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah. I say that his goal was 30 30. My wild prediction offensively is that he hits the 30-30. And then I'll do JT Brubaker. Oh, you know what? I was going to change this one because I, I I just think I got a different opinion right now. Because <laughs> I don't think that this happens now. G- can you do yours and let me think about my pitching one for a second? Sure. sure. My first wild prediction is Keller throws a complete game shot out. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think with the new pitch clock. He just starts mowing guys down. And he works and quick. Great, yep. Works quick. And he's uh, the only one that has a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. So uh the next one is that Cruz is a late addition to the all-star team and participates in the home run derby. Mm. And then I do have one more. You have a bonus. I have a bonus. Cruz and Reynolds. We have two hitters get to 30 jacks. You think they get all the way to 30? I like that possible that's the thing it's unlikely but it is possible i like that wild prediction i think we're a little more conservative this year on our wilds (laughs) i mean i just said that it's wild that o'neill gets to 30 and then 30 but yeah okay um i don't have a pitching one i'm gonna go with this one and i hope i'm wrong but i'm just gonna (laughs) go with it it is wild um i think jt brew i don't think this but this is what i wrote down earlier this week JT Brubaker finishes the season in the bullpen, either due to injury or getting pushed out. Um, I don't see this as very likely at all. I don't feel good about this. I <laughs> I, I like I his potential in the bullpen. I like it because I think that his two pitch mix that sinker the other day looked so stinking good that if all he threw was sinker slider, he would be lights out. I don't know if that projects great. He's got to throw another pitch to be a good starter. But if he goes into the bullpen, he's your eighth inning guy. 
Like, I think that's the potential. Like, he has the potential to be like a good starter. Tops, good. But I think he has the potential to be an elite reliever. I think Tops a good Tops, pitcher, he's good. And you have him 174 strikeouts. Because he could still have a 459 <laughs> ERA with that. He has swing and miss stuff. You put that in the bullpen, and it's really, really good. As a starter, I, it doesn't I'm, have to be. He's I'm still going to give up home arguing. runs. I'm not arguing with you there. I just, uh, I'm, I'm just going to. You're you know, calling for him to lead the team in strikeouts. I, he led the team last year at 147 strikeouts in 28 starts, and he still had a 469 ERA. He was three yeah. and 12, and he had a really bad stretch. He was, he had a 9.2 strikeout per nine ratio. And I think it's going to be better than that this year. But I don't know that 469 changes all that much. <laughs> I, I don't know that it does. Maybe 449, yeah. still a good starter at tops. You know what I'm saying? Like he's still yeah. a, at best a number three. I got you. In his, like, but but put him in the road in the in the bullpen. And I think this guy has the ability to be even better than that if he just cans every pitch but those two. And he has swing and miss stuff, so that's what I'm going with. That's my I, – I, I actually – I still don't think he makes a move to the bullpen this year. I, I think with all <laughs> things considered, I don't, I don't think it's this year, but maybe if they're projecting, if, if, if things go well with other guys, I just think that there are guys that I think could be way better if they were relievers. It's not like, well, he's not great as a start. Like even if he's a good starter, he could be a great reliever. I think that about Kyle Nicholas, too. Just put him in the bullpen now. Cody Bolton, I'm glad they're doing that. I think he could be a decent starter. But put him in the bullpen, I think he's better than decent. But anyway. Can't argue. Thanks, guys, for listening to this special Friday edition of the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Thanks for being flexible with us as we try to navigate (laughs) all of this stuff. (laughs) Uh, We really wanted to do these, these predictions and everything. We just like doing this stuff. So I appreciate you guys. Listening to this this episode this week, send us your predictions. We really want to hear uh, what you guys have uh, for all the over unders, and if you guys have any mild or wild predictions to do along with us, you know we can bring it up on future episodes and stuff like that, and uh, get all you guys involved in the discussion. We love that kind of stuff. Um, Twitter direct message, Facebook message, something like that. I think Instagram has the direct message stuff, which probably feeds into Facebook and whatever. Twitter's the best way. <laughs> <laughs> but that you know any of these other ways uh we're excited for this season we hope that we can get some of this right hopefully hopefully some of it um we also have our team prediction stuff coming up as well uh we were going to do that next week but who knows maybe we maybe we like this maybe we do a little uh friday edition of of just the um of just the pr- predictions and everything so um Without making this entirely too timely, enjoy your St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, have a, have have a fun and safe holiday. Enjoy uh, enjoy a Guinness for me on my behalf. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Since I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, once again, for 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 the sake of like not being too uh, um, like in the time. But it is Friday. There is some weekend series coming up. I did get it wrong. Thursday night's game was only radio. Um, so I'm awesome about that. I did just look it up uh, here. But um, today, uh, Friday, St. Patrick's Day in Tampa, and Saturday, Minnesota, uh, against those teams. It will be on AT&T Sportsnet. The Sunday game against Baltimore is radio only again because Baltimore's spring site is bad. 
So uh, that's all I have. Um, thanks for thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you in just a couple days now. Enjoy your weekend. Yep. yep. Let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks!